Always a pleasure to talk to Superintendent Ed Graff, giving us an update on Minneapolis Public Schools and everything that's happening this school year is uh, just finally underway, and I'm sure there's a lot happening. Good morning, Superintendent. Good morning, Chantel. Good morning, Freddie. Good to have you guys with me this morning. It's good to be with you. So how's the first month of school gone so far? Well, we're, it's hard to believe we, we've only been in school for a month. It feels like several months. Um, and I will tell right. you, I'd be, the, I'd be the first to say that the school year is not um, turning out like we had hoped. You know, back this summer, back in July, uh, our, our students, our staff, our families, and educators are still very much impacted by the pandemic. And, you know, at the same time, I want to just commend everyone at MPS for their amazing resilience in the face of these ongoing challenges. Um, so we are still continuing to work through the pandemic. Uh, we work on a regular basis with a team of health experts who we call our regional support team um, and just trying to, to stay focused, you know, making sure that our kids are still getting what they're needing in, in the classroom. And when we have situations that require us to move students into quarantine, um, trying to provide that, that support to them as, as best as possible. So how are the parents, how are the your staff, how are they reacting to uh, this new environment so far this school year? Well, again, we've, we've seen a lot of resiliency, and our teachers have done an amazing job of trying to set up the classroom to engage and connect with the students after having, you know, several months of um, being off in the summer and then also just the, the inconsistency with what we had last year with, the um, you know, being, being uh, working remotely. Um, we see a strong need for connection still, um, you know, those routines, getting our kids back in place, back into the routine of things at school. And certainly we have a, an ongoing focus and emphasis on um, the learning. You know, a lot of different learning opportunities were missed over the last year. So trying to trying to double down those efforts, get a good sense of where our students are, um, you know, just making sure that we're supporting their mental health as well. Interesting. There's a new protocol going into effect October 15th? Yes. Um, so the Board of Education recently required our MPS employees to certify that they're either vaccinated or that they will have a weekly COVID test to confirm their health. And so we've been um, working through those procedures and beginning on October 15th, um, we'll have all of our staff uh, either verifying that they are vaccinated or they'll be conducting weekly COVID tests. And that applies to our contractors, you know, anyone we contract with in Minneapolis Public Schools, our community partners uh, that we have supporting our students and, and staff, and then volunteers who work in our schools with students on a, on a regular basis. So uh, a big shift. And again, what we're focused on is, you know, trying to navigate this pandemic as best as possible, keeping our students safe and healthy and our staff safe and healthy so that we can provide um, in-person learning as, as, you know, as long as possible. And really looking to emphasize the opportunities for vaccines when they're out there. We recently held a vaccine clinic at Edison High School this week, um, just encouraging staff, families, students who are medically able to to get vaccinated to do so. And if um, they're not able to uh, because of their age or other situations, just want to reinforce the, the masking, the social distancing when possible, um, also making sure that you know, you're staying home if you're not feeling well. Um, so we're trying to do our part as we continue to, to go through the new phase of this pandemic. 
I know that around the country there's some there's been some re- resistance with employees uh, about having to be vaccinated or uh, doing regular testing. What have you found in Minneapolis public schools? Have you seen a lot of resistance to that? We, you know, we haven't. We've um, tried to be as thoughtful as possible when we, we put this uh, um, resolution forward with the board, have had conversations with our different employee groups, um, you know, also giving options and in, in recognizing that there may be some instances where people are medically not able to become vaccinated. Um, so, again, we want to create those safe conditions as best as possible for our staff and for our students. And, um, you know, just, again, we'll, we'll do our part to, to provide those uh, testing opportunities. All of our staff will be able to be tested on site each week um, so they don't have to go beyond their, their work day to make that happen. That makes sense. Can you talk briefly? I know we've been talking a lot about it here at KMLJ about uh, the transportation concern at uh, the school district. Yes, this has been a, a big um, challenge for us this year. And of course, it's, it's been ongoing for several years. Um, but I think this year it just came to a head with the, the impact of, of COVID. And um, it really is across the nation. I talked to my colleagues across the nation, and they're all dealing with the same thing, just not a lot of opportunities. Um, we've made some progress in our routes, but we're still you know, d- trying to manage um, each week what we have available for us. And so as part of our ongoing practice, every three days, we make route changes, um, either to combine or reduce our routes, you know, which does help. And it's also a process that we're making headway with. And I, I do have to give credit to our transportation team, you know, the, the drivers, uh, the attendants, and the staff who does the scheduling. You know, with these route changes that we have every week, um, they're the ones who are having to take a look at the addresses, redefine efficiencies. Um, but they're also then having to step in and drive from time to time. You know, we get notices of the day of a um, school that we have drivers who are not able to, to drive or we have contractors who um, have to drop our routes for different reasons. And these people have to step in and do that work. So I'm very grateful for all their work. And then our parents, students and staff uh, just trying to support us as we navigate that. Um, you know, those who are letting us know they want to opt out of transportation are going to be able to provide their own transportation. That's helped us so that we don't have to have those additional routes when they're not needed. And then starting in October, um, early October, I guess this month, we're going to begin offering families at middle school uh, who are eligible for the bus to opt out um, for Metro Transit. So they'll get a Metro Transit uh, to-go card mm. or go-to card mm. in place of uh, school bus transportation. So wow. it's not a requirement, but we're really, um, you know, looking for creative ways and partnerships with Metro Transit and families if this is something they want and it's appropriate for their their situation. Then we're um, hopefully going to be able to make that happen for them. Well, it's good that there's uh, some other options there. Uh, let's talk about voting. Um, what do you want to remind listeners and uh staff and your staff and, and your the parents of Minneapolis Public Schools uh, for the November election um, talking about voting. Can you kind of touch on that a little bit? Yeah, so obviously uh, it's voting season coming up. Uh, I want to encourage all of our listeners that the, the election is taking place and encourage them to, to vote early. Uh, it is an option so you don't have to go into the facility to, to cast your, your ballot, your vote. Um, and if you um, if you if you've experienced kind of voting on a regular basis, it's, um, you know, it happens in our schools, happens in a, another, a, a number of different um, community facilities. And so we want to support 
access to voters. Um, but want to also encourage people, the more who vote early, the fewer crowds we'll have in our schools. Um, and it'll also be, you know, less, less obtrusive for the, the learning environment and uh, also being mindful of, again, those, those health considerations. So you can vote early um, in person um, or you can vote by mail. Very good. 20 minutes past seven. Our last most important question for you this morning, uh, Superintendent Graff. Uh, what's your favorite noodle? <laughs> you know, I'll have to noodle on that for a while. Um, <laughs> well done. I'm not sure. Well done. <laughs> yeah. Oh, my gosh. I'm sure I can answer that one this morning. <laughs> right, exactly. He could answer all those other questions, but that was a very hard question. It's very difficult. He's going to have to noodle early, on. Nobody's thinking about noodles. <laughs> Superintendent Graff, I can't thank you enough for being with us this morning <laughs> and uh, putting some sauce on the conversation today. <laughs> it's always it's always good to connect with you guys. All right. Thanks so much for your time. All right, sir. Have a great day. Thank you. <laughs>